Food prices have increased more than 8% in the last year, the largest rise in 13 years. StatsNZ says grocery prices increased by 8.7% and fruit and vegetable prices increased by 15%. A pack of chocolate biscuits, for example, they're up 7%. Meanwhile, rental prices are up 4% in the last year. Council of Trade Unions economist Craig Rennie is with us to break down these numbers. A lot of numbers I just talked about there, Craig, but what do these figures tell us? Um, these figures tell us that uh, food prices were up, as you say, the largest increase for 13 years, and the food price increases were really broad-based, Two-thirds of all the good me- goods measured by the food price index saw increases. So there's not really any areas where people can avoid the price increases. And the costs were concentrated on fresh fruits and vegetables, with prices rising 15% annually. And the costs of tomatoes, which I know are out of season, uh, but they rose 30% month on month. Cheese was up 11.5% annually, and egg prices were up 20% annually. People obviously don't get to choose whether to eat, uh, Craig. So these costs are hitting everyone. But who will be feeling the pinch the most? Sure. So that's a really good question, because if we look at the price of restaurant meals, which are traditionally eaten by those with a bit of disposable income, they only rose 5% annually. And so we can see the cost of basic goods continuing to rise, which means that for those on lower incomes who can't avoid those costs, they'll be having to make some difficult decisions about how to budget for those changes. And this supports the need to protect those on the very lowest incomes from those changes. In terms of, we saw yesterday, Infometric putting out the the increase in how much suppliers are charging. So that's filtering down through businesses, like you say, hospitality. So this is also going to have not only an impact on the household incomes and those people, and and for us that are shopping in the supermarkets, but for those Mm. who are trying to make their businesses post-pandemic. Absolutely. And if you're in a hospitality industry or if you're in a restaurant industry, the costs of your inputs are going up and up and the costs of energy inputs, which go into, you know, turning those 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 uh, ingredients into plates of food are also rising at the same time. So there's a bit of a double whammy um, for them. But, you know, we'll need to see whether or not this is the food price index peaking right now or whether or not we'll see those price increases sustained. Mm. Looking at those rents up 4%, the Real Estate Institute said this morning house prices have fallen nearly 6%. We're hoping to see that drop even more. But how is it Mm. that rents keep rising while house prices fall? Because um, the house prices are related to interest payments and interest charges. As the Reserve Bank increases the OCR, it means the amount that people can borrow to buy houses falls which means that there's fewer fewer people competing in the marketplace for, uh, for the purchase of domestic housing. However, that means more people who are then looking for a rental property. Um, but what we have seen is that in terms of flow prices, which measure the costs of rentals available on the market, they fell 1% last month. But they felt this, this, that still was a 3.6% increase annually. But it's important to note that that's down from the high point of 6.9% annual change in April this year. And this is the fourth month in a row in which the annual rate of rental change has slowed. Kia ora for your analysis in time today, Craig. That is Council of Trade Unions economist Craig Rennie.